What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 164. 164. Uh, we're here with Katie Pavlich, our favorite guest here on Triggered. I'm back. And the first time she's here for our video in our new video studio yeah, here. Cool. It's um, nice in here. Yeah, spacious. You know, Looks we got great. a lot of great uh, Republican stuff back there. A lot of Penley art. And, uh, and my books is back. My first book is back there. That's yeah. true. Yeah. You can't see it, but. Fast it's and Furious, it's down there, yeah. yeah Still a great it. book to purchase on Amazon. That's yeah. true, it is. <laughs> All right, so let's talk, uh, the big news today is uh, Pocahontas is out of the race. Mm -hmm. Damn it. And, oh yeah, I know you were a huge Elizabeth Warren fan. I was, I was, I was going to vote for her. <laughs> I'm not, now I have no idea who to vote for. Did you Did you vote here on Tuesday? No, I did not vote. No, me either. I don't, I, I don't mess with that bad juju. Yeah, yeah I, I can't vote for her. Well, they there did that to us in 2016, and look yeah. how it turned out. Yeah, so. I'm just not interested. Yeah, and Biden... I'll vote in November. Biden walloped here in, yeah, uh, in Virginia. Of, even so. though Michael Bloomberg had dumped so much money. Oh, my God. And staff. Really yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, so now we have a two-man race, senile versus socialism, I like to call it. Yes. Focus and, on two-man race. Yeah. Mm. Although Tulsi Gabbard <laughs> is still in the race. Ah, uh, technically. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, I mean... <laughs> She's just kind of waiting back, the names off the yeah. list, just hanging out in the background. Yeah. Um, so I think we're getting rapidly to the point here where Biden's going to be the nominee. Do, do you think that's the case, or how long do you think Sanders is going to try to drag it out? I think he'll drag it out to the very last primary. The bitter end. I mean, yeah, I think the bitter end. I don't think he's going to give up easily. Mm -hmm. um, that's what revolutionaries do to the end. Given the developments in the last week, it. Biden should win. It's not right. over. But also, Biden is not good when he's the front runner and under a lot of scrutiny. Well, so, yeah, he was kind of, you know, the whole rise here the past week, he was kind of flying under the radar. He has a ton of gas all the time. Yeah. And now that the attention's actually on him, I think that's going to come a lot more to the forefront now. And they're, they're yeah. fine with brushing the gas to the side on the left. But when it comes to a general election, that's... Well, I think it's interesting to look at the motivation level of the Bernie supporters. Mm -hmm. So they seem like they're really enthusiastic, that they go to all these rallies, but that actually hasn't necessarily translated into no. votes. So I'm yeah. wondering if their enthusiasm Especially young votes. Yeah, will be dampened further by looking at the delegate count and Biden's momentum just go like, eh, Bernie's going to lose anyway, so I'm not going to get out. I'm too lazy to go vote. Right. Um, but we'll see. I mean, Michigan is an interesting one mm -hmm. with all the union labor there. You know, Bernie surprisingly has been able to lock down a lot of union support despite his, uh, you know, platform of wanting to destroy private health insurance, right. which these unions yeah. really have fought for for decades. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a weird kind of coalition that he has going on, but he has it. So we'll yeah. see if Biden can go in there and like, use his yeah. like, blue-collar history to but try we'll and get see, those votes. We'll see what happens when this contest moves east because it's more Biden country and there are closed primaries and a lot of young Hispanic voters are registered independents, so they can't vote. So, oh, oh, yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, so, so it's, it's going to be blunted, that, 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 that Latino outreach that he's been doing. But so. isn't it in some states, if you're registered independent, you can go and choose either party? I know yeah, in New that's Jersey that's too. how it is. Yeah. Of course, New Jersey. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they don't have yeah. voter ID in New Jersey. Yeah. I probably could go up there, pick a random name, and just vote right now, and they'd be cool with it. I'm, I'm that guy. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> um, I don't think I was technically eligible to vote in the Virginia primary, because I'm not a registered Republican. I'm nope. a registered Republican. Well, it's open it's here. Open. There's it's no open. registration. Okay, so I yeah. 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 But I'm not going to vote for a Democrat. Yeah. Well, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. If anything, I was going to go and vote for Bernie just to sabotage, but I decided not to. Yeah. Do that. So. Bad, like I said, bad karma. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. 
So next week we have six states. We have Idaho, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, and Washington State. Um, I, I think the kind of split now is it's expected that Biden would win five of those mm-hmm. and that Bernie could win in Michigan. Uh, but that's a that's a could. I mean, yeah. I could easily see a case where Biden ekes out a win there and completely sweeps. I definitely think Biden will take Mississippi, Missouri. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. I think Idaho would go to Bernie. Yeah. Could go Bernie. Washington, yeah. Bernie. Bernie does well in the West. Yeah, and then Michigan. I I think Biden will probably pull it out, but it's I'm not convinced it's like totally locked down yet. Yeah. yeah. But if if he does, then it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and Dave Wasserman said that barring some sort of seismic event, it seems like this is going to wrap up relatively quickly. Yeah. I mean, Bernie may still try to drag this all the yeah. way out until, you know, the end of primaries at the beginning yeah. of June, I think it is. Yeah. But, you know, for all intents and purposes, could be just done. Even so, by, like, mid-April, there's no reason yeah. to drag I mean, it out. I mean, there's a, in Michigan and Minnesota, there's, like, a small slice of, 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 of Sanders voters that went to Trump, and now they're just Trump voters. So. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and they're not really. coming back. So and the probably. delegate count right now is about in the that mid five hundred each. Yeah, and California is still to be determined a little bit. Yeah. Um, it, they you know they do that ballot harvesting where it takes forever to yeah. count the votes yeah. and all that stuff. Um, but the I think the interesting thing is, and I was reading an article about this yesterday. I forget where, but Biden kind of you know the, obviously the whole impeachment thing kind of hurt him, but he really just skated through the entire process here of becoming yeah. the, uh, what I would assume to be the presumptive nominee. But we haven't even really scratched the surface yet on him. No. Because, <laughs> I mean, you have, you have beyond just the Burisma mm-hmm. corruption, which they're in an intense investigation now in Ukraine, you have all of this stuff regarding China mm-hmm. and Hunter Biden and how they just happened to get, you know, billions of dollars of yeah. deals with he had no experience in you know, any of this stuff. So I think that there's a ton of material there for us, in, in addition to all the gaps that he's trying to make. Well, and let's not, you know, Joe Biden has a 30-year-long voting record yeah. in the Senate. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of material for the Trump campaign, which I'm sure they've been, you know, racking up the the uh, opposition research files for a really long time. Mm-hmm. But there's there's lots of stuff on that. There's, of course... His performance as the vice president and his competence level under Barack Obama, a lot yeah. of the calls that he made, yep. saying the president shouldn't have gone after Osama bin Laden, yeah. being wrong on foreign policy for the, you know as long as he's been in public office, and big questions about, okay, well, why is it that this is the third time Joe Biden has run for president, yeah. and now all of a sudden he's third time's a charm, right? right. Shouldn't that say something about, is he really someone that you want to be president if you couldn't pull it off before? Well, the most nasty stuff about the whole Ukraine thing is that Biden was the administration's Ukraine point person right. for policy. So, I mean, it, it's just that that makes it even worse, I think, yeah. than just the facts of the case itself. Which is why there was a whole conflict of interest, right. which yeah. Democrats don't want to talk about. Of course. But yeah. it will be talked about. Oh, yeah. it will be talked about. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be. Yeah. I, mean, they, they, I mean, he hasn't neutralized that story. I mean, it, it, only other only other stories like impeachment and whatnot have kind of suffocated. But it'll, and, it'll come back, like Lazarus. It'll come back. And Senator Ron Johnson says that the report on the Burisma Biden connections is going to be released at some yeah. point. Mm-hmm. So we also have the whole Durham bar thing yeah, going on. It's still going on. And I mean, Biden himself is just primed to say something really stupid. Or he, he just gets very defensive. Mm-hmm. So instead yeah. of being able to explain why things may have happened or either by justifying them or saying they were a bad idea, 
he just gets defensive and he starts yelling at people and he like physically touches people mm-hmm. like that reporter who he like punched him oh, yeah. in the chest yeah. i mean yeah. like that's gonna be those things and when it's him alone mm-hmm. on the democratic side those people yeah. get a lot more attention than they did before and he's yeah. not really like a quick uh, you know on your feet kind of thinker no, right so when you get into a debate situation and trump's not the best debater but i think him on stage with biden would just be a boy yeah yeah like, right, it's okay joe come on get it out get it out come on <laughs> come on joe yeah um, sleepy are you sleepy today yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be bad so it's gonna be a fun election i think <laughs> yeah. and and yeah. when when this whole thing started back a couple months ago i was a little bit concerned about joe biden because he had the highest you know numbers yeah approval wise and also uh in a head-to-head matchup in swing states but now he doesn't really scare me because i think that as voters get more of a look at him yeah the the independent voters that trump won in this country are not going to just abandon trump to go vote for some senile no guy that could completely disrupt you're going to have i think an even larger slice of the bernie vote just either sit out or vote for trump yeah, in this the progressive vote is is not happy about. This well, they were stewing already from four yeah. years ago, and now this is only. Yeah, I mean the way they coordinated this was. Yeah. Well, and if you look at the way <laughs> the reason why Barack Obama brought Joe Biden in as the VP, it was to court blue collar white men. Right. Yeah. To right. vote for the Democratic ticket, and mm-hmm. that block of voters is now solidly in the Trump camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that Joe Biden has a strong enough message that's different, either different enough. Or that will make people feel like their life is going to get better, especially when he talks about like repealing the Trump tax cuts, which yeah, the yeah. entire middle class has benefited from. Yeah, he's just um, going to raise your taxes, and we're also yeah. going to make healthcare affordable yeah. but not quality. Yeah, you know, and that's one thing that people have been arguing that oh, okay, so Joe Biden's the moderate who's winning the Democratic primary. That means we're going to look forward to moderate policies if the socialism aspect of this has gone away. That's so not true. Mm-hmm. If you look at what people voted about, voted on, they want single payer healthcare, they want student debt forgiveness. He had Beto O'Rourke on Super Tuesday saying that he's going to have him handle gun policy. Well, that means gun gun confiscation. I mean, this idea that Joe Biden is now going to kind of bring the entire left flank of the Democratic Party back to the center is a joke. Nancy Pelosi couldn't even handle the left wing of the party. Joe Biden can handle it. Mm -hmm. He's going to get rolled completely. Totally agree. I I mean, the. The Dems have gone from having Hillary, who is a terrible candidate, to probably picking someone worse. Yeah, yeah. And at least, you know, I mean, there's going to be health issues, of course. Like, he's old. Biden is old. And it's very obvious, right? Like, Biden and Trump are not that far apart in age. But from a, a practical standpoint and in person, like, Trump is much more spry. And yeah. He's, he's got a lot more stamina, I think. He's out there a lot more often. And and yeah. you know he may not put the most and, coherent and thoughts. Yeah, together, and it's right? like keeping up on the yeah, trail. Trump, is Trump, just, just the record, just Trump's record. I mean, he he has accomplished all four of his major problems: right. better trade deals, less red tape, more jobs, and uh, tax, ta- the tax cuts. Also, and, I mean, and and we're building the wall. It's it's in chunks. It may not be the way that we wanted to build it, mm-hmm. but it's being built. So and two um, Supreme Court justices yes, who are a very big topic of controversy of right now. Great great segue here. Yeah. Uh, Chuck Schumer, crying yeah. Chuck, he uh, threatened two sitting SCOTUS justices yeah. yesterday. Which, I mean, if a Republican did this, it'd be hair on fire. You know, yeah. nothing's ever going to be the same. Blah blah blah. But uh, because a Democrat did it, it kind of gets a little bit of a pass in the media. But he said, "quote," and he said this at an abortion rally in front of the Supreme Court, 
because they're hearing a case on that right now. He said, quote, I want to tell you, Justice Kavanaugh and Justice Gorsuch, you have unleashed a whirlwind and you will pay the price. Mm-hmm. And, okay. you know, they tried to spin that as yeah. he was just talking about the political price yeah, to okay. Republican oh, yeah, senators. First of all, Chuck Schumer is being yeah. a moron mm-hmm. in an election year to say something like this. Like, conservatives turn out on the Supreme Court after yes. what they did to Kavanaugh is the, an even bigger issue for them, an excuse to get out and vote right. uh, for President Trump. And for him then to go to the Supreme Court and stand on the steps and openly threaten them and then be rebuked by Chief Justice John Roberts saying it was dangerous and that the justices are going to rule without having any threatening behavior from anybody. Which is extremely rare. Which is very yes. rare. And then for Chuck Schumer's spokesperson to then come out and attack John Roberts and for then Democrats like Sheldon Whitehouse in the Senate to come and say that John Roberts is being uh, out of line for issuing a response and that Kavanaugh and Gorsuch do deserve this kind of scrutiny and threatening language. Um, good luck politically right, pulling yeah. that off. Yeah. It's really dumb. Um, and it goes back to the impeachment trial, actually, when you had Jerry Nadler bring, I think it was Jerry Nadler, accuse the Supreme Court of being, uh, of he brought the Supreme Court into his argument. Mm-hmm, yeah. And Lisa Murkowski said that we've already damaged two institutions throughout this process, but mm-hmm. you're not going to drag the Supreme Court into this political partisan mm-hmm. process for political gain, and that's exactly what happened yesterday, and I think that she's probably pretty disgusted. And Elizabeth Warren did that, too, in one of her speeches on the floor, right, with the chief, with the chief justice and having him... Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. She handed him a question. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. She okay, handed... Yeah. Elizabeth Warren handed Chief John Roberts a question which about... Which he had to read. Uh, which he had to read about whether he has any integrity left mm-hmm. in, yeah. in, in his position if he doesn't rule it's the right way on impeachment or whatever. And that's what set Lisa Murkowski off to vote against impeachment. Mm-hmm. To save our institutions, we must destroy them. Yeah. Well, that's what, they, that's what they do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They talk yeah. about how Trump wants to, you yeah. know, basically dry up their gravy train here yeah. in D.C., which yeah. is their, you know, institution, in air yeah. quote. Yeah. But it, it's really the Democrats and left in this country that want to destroy what America has been and will be in the future. Yeah. It, they just want to take it in a completely different direction. You notice the other night uh, during their Super Tuesday speeches, not one Democrat candidate ended their speech with God bless America. No. You know, they said God bless you or God bless yeah. whatever, but they wouldn't say God bless yeah. America. I'm like, it's not that difficult. No. But yeah. they won't say it. Yeah. yeah. I know. So it's crazy. But yeah, it's, it was a stupid political move, but it's also just really inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um and the case that he was he was of course speaking to a, a pro abortion crowd over a case in Louisiana. There's a law there that requires abortion providers have access and admitting privileges to local hospitals right. just in case there's a medical emergency. That law is sponsored by an African-American Democratic woman in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And so that's who Chuck Schumer is threatening yep. Supreme Court justices over. Yeah, right? All, I mean, it's just ridiculous. And it's all because they just want abortion clinics to have the yeah. same medical standards as other medical right. facilities. Which is pro-woman, by the way. Right. Yeah. Right. But anyway. It's crazy. I know. It's, it, you know. It's basically at this point now with the left, if you're not for total, uncontrolled, unfettered abortion... And in many cases, funded. even after birth, here in Virginia, the yeah. governor, as much Make as they love, you know, they love to say that that didn't happen, but it did happen, it's and it's on video. Well, it's and it's worse because with this Louisiana law, they're now arguing that you should be able to perform abortions without standards, mm-hmm. medical, sanitary medical standards that have emergency care for women should there be a problem. Right. So it's mm-hmm. just like okay, and they're doing it's this beyond. 
They're doing the same thing here in Virginia with lessening the restrictions on abortions, yeah. allowing more, you know, air quote providers yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, you know, yeah. the, they would they would totally get away with saying that Ralph Northam didn't say that if it wasn't right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he did. Yeah. yeah. But he did. Yeah. And they still don't admit it. Yeah. So. Um, all right, let's switch the uh, the gear here a little bit. Let's talk about last night on uh, Brett Baer's show on, yeah. on mm-hmm. Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, the great Molly Hemingway, who we love, basically took about, I don't know how long the clip is, a few, less 90 than a minute, seconds. I think, yeah, about 90 90 seconds, seconds yeah, about 90 to destroy the entire <laughs> Russian narrative. <laughs> and because we've talked about this on Triggered yeah. quite a bit over yes. the last few years. And as, as someone who you know understands Facebook ads, I've always said, it's literally impossible that they would have swung <laughs> the entire election with a hundred something thousand dollars yeah. in freaking Facebook ads. Yeah. And no way. You know, she and and she totally agrees with that. And and the, let's just listen to that and we can talk yeah. about it further. Yeah. Roll the clip, Mr. Producer. I think it's interesting that Bloomberg is out. You know, we had years where people were saying a couple hundred thousand dollars in barely literate Facebook ads from Russians caused Donald Trump to win. <laughs> Here you had a guy spend nearly a billion dollars and he went nowhere. It's a humiliating defeat for Michael Bloomberg. Just, just rewind a second. That is a great point. So Russia influenced the election with two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand dollars in Facebook ads. Is that and Mike Bloomberg couldn't get more than 50 delegates with and, $600 million. And that hurts Bernie Sanders' message, too, because he likes to say the billionaires control everything. Well, here, clearly, uh, Bloomberg having all this money didn't do as much for him as Biden having the media and the establishment behind him did. I would pick media and establishment over but what he's getting upset about is the, is the rigging, talk about, like, the establishment rigging it against Bernie. This is just an election. And then, I mean, that's, yeah. that's, Bravo, yeah. Molly. There you go. She's, she's the best. And there you go. It's, it's just unbelievable to me that people think that that's what swung the 2016 election. Yeah. Meanwhile, you have Bloomberg, who spent well over $500 million. Yeah. yeah. No one knows the exact number at this point. But like seven hundred. It was a, it was almost. A we were yeah. still getting YouTube ads yesterday, even after it dropped out. Like, Somebody clearly forgot to flip yeah. the switch like, on the turn ad. Turn them off for yeah. the sake of America. <laughs> get but rid of Mike them. Mike will get it done. No. It just totally demolished the entire argument yep. there. Yeah. I mean, yep. it, and it also, I think, even just from a more macro scale, shows that people were concerned with, well, can you just jump in at the last minute and buy the mm-hmm. election? I think the resounding answer to that's no. Which I think is a good thing. I, I agree. That's a good I thing. Agree. But it also debugs this insane idea from Democrats that they've been making forever because they want lots of money in their elections. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to Republicans right. having money, they want to curtail as much as they possibly can. Like the Citizens yeah. United fight, they're constantly fighting mm-hmm. just by losing at the Supreme Court. They're always saying that money's money in election is in elections is a bad thing. Well, again, 2016, Hillary Clinton spent more money than Donald Trump, still lost. Bloomberg spent almost a billion dollars, lost miserably. So mm-hmm. money is not everything. You need yeah. people and grassroots support to win elections. The billionaire classes reach is a little uh, overplayed, maybe. Yeah. yeah, just a thought. Well, well as Hemingway and also not. You don't even necessarily need a campaign office, as Biden yeah. showed in Minnesota and Massachusetts. Yeah. He didn't even have, like, an office yeah. there or people and just easily won. So Trump's, and in Virginia, Trump's ground I mean, game operation in 16 was not— what, Wasn't what, that good, yeah. Wasn't that good. Biden so. only did one rally in Virginia yeah. mm-hmm. and won. Yeah, so. and handled well mm-hmm. over 50%. Yeah. So. Interesting. Um, 
let's talk about coronavirus here, uh, <laughs> which, which we talked uh, about. I was freaking out about we, it. We talked oh, about 20 no. minutes before Panicking. the show. Panicking. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, he, this is the guy who's getting on a Get plane. Get this man tonight, some okay? Puro. Yeah. yeah like, man, I'm going to Florida. Unbelievable. God's antechamber. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you're getting on a plane. But I anyway. got to see, see my parents. Well, you don't have to. I do. I have to see them. Not exposing yourself to coronavirus enough for Well, you. just don't give your parents coronavirus. That'd be terrible. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but hey, oh. you know what? <laughs> but <laughs> the interesting thing that came out last night is Kevin no, McCarthy. They, they don't get it. Either it was last night or the night before. Kevin McCarthy was on TV on Laura Ingram. It was actually the night before. And he was talking about how they had this bill ready last week. Yes. Uh-huh. But Nancy Pelosi held the bill up and yep. delayed it so that the Dems could run anti-Republican ads I'm sure. on the coronavirus before Super Tuesday. Yeah, but they're super serious about public right. health, yeah. those right. Democrats, yeah. they are. Super mm-hmm. serious about getting funding to really fight this thing. No, they they only care about power, again, yep. and that's mm-hmm. proven. So, well, could have had trying... more research over the last week with $8 billion from the House and the right. Senate, but no. Instead, trying... Nancy Pelosi had to get the ads out yeah, first. Bye. They're utilizing this and weaponizing this, this coronavirus yeah. against President Trump, trying to make this... His, you know, as if he invented the virus himself. I have heard more Democrats be harsher on Trump for doing, I don't know what, seems like they're handling it pretty well, pretty well yeah. Yeah. than I've seen them criticize China for lying about this for God knows how long, right. which caused the spread of it to yeah. the rest of the world. Just like SARS. Like, why don't you talk to China about what yeah. happened? They're the and, ones who caused this problem. And just a few weeks ago, they were giving President Trump for putting the China travel uh, right. blockades in place, yeah. saying it was xenophobic and, and a now terrible is that doing thing to enough. Do. It's just they can never win. It's yeah. absurd. And and Chuck so Schumer stupid. deleted a tweet about it. Yeah, yeah premature. Mm-hmm. Like what? Yeah. These people are unbelievable. But. And it's only two hundred cases here so far confirmed, and eleven deaths, which are mostly in that one that nursing, nursing home. home. It spread like a brush fire in the nursing home. Well, that's the thing is some you know some poor schmuck was carrying it asymptomatically and went in there and ended up killing yeah. a bunch of old people. No, it's terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Not good. I think it's important for people to keep things in context. Yes. 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 This is based on what we know. It affects people over 70 years old mm-hmm. for the most. And Fox has had on this guy who was on the, the cruise ship in Japan who's had coronavirus for like three weeks. He's been quarantined or something like mm-hmm. that. And he says he, he had bronchitis and it was way worse. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Does it mean it's, it's not a bad thing and that it can't make you very sick? But it's definitely it's, dependent on the person. Yeah. You know, if you yes. have pre-existing condition yeah. or if you're old or if you had bad lungs immune or some problems, other complication. Yeah, immune yeah problems. if you have a compromised yeah. immune system, those are the people it's really yeah. getting. But if yeah. you're young and healthy, essentially, you're you, going to be yeah. okay. Right. But obviously take precautions. Like, you still got to wash your hands. It's still not something you want to You should also wash your hands when there's time. not coronavirus. That's the gross thing about like, yeah. That's the gross thing. Everyone should be washing their hands yeah. anyway. Right. Everyone's like, oh, now I'm going to start washing my hands. I'm like, what do you mean start? start. Yeah, like, you should always wash your hands. You know. Although, you there, should be I'm doing that anyway. In this bathroom here, the men's room here, I was just about there to say are some that. horror stories. Yeah, it's, like, it's like a Somalian shine yeah, It's horrible. Like, in there. You know, it's, it's just unbelievable. And, and the, like, the people leave the stalls and then they don't wash their hands. I'm just like, where the what are you, what are you going doing? in there? What are you doing? <laughs> Get back here and wash your damn hands. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. No wonder why it spreads like crazy. All these people take them, whatever. Well, yeah. And then you also have stories of, like, people who clearly should have known that they might have been exposed. Yeah. And going and... Did you see what happened up in Dartmouth? No. No. Some guy was told to, to self-quarantine, to self-isolate, but yet still went to an event with hundreds of college students. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Like, 
that is the most irresponsible yeah, thing I've yeah, ever what heard. An idiot. If doctors tell you to self isolate, then stay the f home. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, it's yeah, just please. That's not very nice. And a lot of these a lot of these cases have been people that did travel and should know that they were potentially at risk for having been exposed. Yeah. No, it's not a, not a good thing. Yeah. But I, But I keep just, it in keep it yeah, in context. Keep it in here. context. The seasonal yeah. flu, and then, and then many, CNN. many, many millions more cases and tens of thousands more yeah. deaths. So. It is deadlier than the seasonal flu though. The WHO did yeah, put but, the death rate out. But the 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 pool though. Yeah. Those who could yeah, die yeah, is is smaller. Yeah. It's it's like the opposite uh, of each one I mean, and one old, was bad for kids. This one is worse for old people. Right. So yeah. But, so, uh, you know, keep yeah. hand sanitizer. Exactly. But Just the thing that Use common up, sense, guys. Is CNN was, you know, of course, had the stock market ticker up there. Yeah. Because yeah. it was down 900 two days ago. I know. Yesterday, nope. it's up 1,100. Yeah. No ticker. Yep, yeah. no Today, ticker. it's down 600. Yeah. Ticker. Ticker. My favorite like, question yesterday at the press briefing was about the hand sanitizer thing. Mm -hmm. like, well, what about people who can't find hand sanitizer? And the guy's like. Wash your hands. Soap and water are better. Are yeah. better. They and are you better. can get it. Like, yeah. Just yeah. soap yeah. and water, guys. That's all you helpless, need. Helpless Don't need fancy people. hand sanitizer. Yeah, it's. I know. They all think we're helpless. Well, also, some hand well, there are a lot of some of us. Yeah, some of us. I just said about that, that. It does make super bacteria. That's yeah. true. People so, using eh, it too much. I don't know. But yeah, there are a lot of helpless people. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But hey, you'd be shocked with some of the questions that you get. What about the hand sanitizer? Open water. Oh, all right. Well, let's talk about uh, some illegal immigration, my favorite topic. Mm -hmm. So we have ICE doing great work out there, of mm -hmm. course. Uh, but it's their, their life is made much more difficult by the sanctuary cities, yeah. which are lawless and basically lead to people getting either murdered and raped or worse crimes. I mean, not, I don't know how much worse you can get than that. Yeah. But you have now in New York City... An illegal alien has been charged with sex crimes and arrested by ICE after New York City authorities released the suspects days after his arrest on charges that included child rape. Disgusting. Horrible. Miguel Federico Aki Atzlam is 20 years old, and uh, so he was just let let go by New York City. And you know they have that bail law up there yeah. too. Right. Yeah. But de Blasio law. What are they thinking? That when these people are arrested on violent crimes, that they should just release them regardless. It's, well, they think it's I mean, only fair because they think yeah. that, that you shouldn't have to pay bail if you can't afford bail. Well, you Even if you're a violent someone criminal. if you can't afford bail. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, in general, either. Yeah. You know, yeah. But, yeah, but still. But, but really, you like, really shouldn't commit crimes if you can't afford to pay for them. No, I know. It's yeah. just unbelievable. And then and then the fact that they prioritize illegals over American citizens. That yeah. too. Well, you hear story after story about this. So, like, this is from ICE, but this is this is from Border Patrol. Mm -hmm. They said in the span of less than 12 hours, Border Patrol agents assigned to the Rio Grande Valley sectors, uh, McAllen and Rio Grande City stations, arrested two previously convicted sex offenders and a member of the notorious MS-13 gang. Mm -hmm. So that's in 12 hours. And then again, they said a Mexican national claiming to be a U.S. citizen at a, a checkpoint um, was traveling via bus and had a imposter birth certificate and a fake California state ID card. Mm -hmm. So there's also the violent aspect of this, but also the horrific um, uh, identity theft issue yeah. that goes on. That doesn't and they just tried to legalize that. ruins people's lives. Yeah. They it just tried to legalize that somewhere. I think it might have been California. Right. Where they, they said, oh, well, if you're an illegal and you falsify documents, there's no penalty. But if right. you're a citizen and you right. falsify something. Which yeah. is crazy. I mean, that jail. that is a years-long process mm -hmm. when your identity gets stolen to get it back. Yeah. yeah. It destroys your credit. 
Yeah. All the stuff. My dad had terrible. that. Yeah. Took him about nine years. Yeah, to nine get years. It, to get it, like, squashed. Whole decade of your life. Yeah. And in Montgomery County here, you know, me and yeah. Matt talk about this a lot on the show. They always have these cases. But just last week, uh, someone was arrested at a high school, an illegal, who had just raped one of his classmates. Yeah. And he was, like, 20 years old. Yeah. In a high school. Yeah. Why are we allowing 20-year-old illegal aliens into our schools? Listen, I mean, we everyone has a right to education, oh, Katie. Even if you're 20 everyone years old. Everyone has a right to education. Yeah. past adulthood. <laughs> well, it's crazy. Like, why are we letting illegals into our schools anyway? Yeah, I know. Well, you know? That's, I mean, that, well, that's not the document. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's another. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes yeah. they, they just willy-nilly just let them in. Mm-hmm. And uh, great news this morning. President Trump tweeted, as per the recent federal court ruling, the federal government will be withholding funds from sanctuary cities. They should change their status and go non-sanctuary. Do not protect criminals! I love exclamation that. There point. You go. Change your stats to not sanctuary. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, enough. we've been fighting this in the courts for yeah. two years now since they yeah. tried to put that policy in place. Finally, yeah. got the ruling that they That's needed good. to be able to do this. So now they're going to strip places like Chicago and New York of their funding, yeah. places like Montgomery County mm-hmm. of their federal funding. And hopefully that's going to end up hurting their pocketbook and maybe they'll, they'll change their mind. Yeah, and then this comes on top of um, the Fed saying that they're no longer going to honor global entry and trusted traveler in New York mm-hmm. because the local government won't turn over information on people and travelers. And so, yeah. therefore, they can't trust the information is well, accurate. And, and if they're if they're letting illegals have driver's right. licenses, you're, you're compromising the primary identification mm-hmm. system. Yeah, so they're so. like, we can't do that for you now. So mm-hmm. now they're going to pull the funding. So I wonder if that will force some of these uh, leftist state legislatures to come to the table and actually enforce the law. It should. (laughs) You know, we just want to follow the law. That's like the biggest thing. And protect Americans from bad actors who don't belong there. So let's talk about some international stuff real quick. We have uh, the Israeli elections. The third election just happened. Going to a fourth one now. And yeah, we thought we had it, but not so much. Uh, 58 seats on the right block, the, the Netanyahu coalition. So Which is three seats short of the I, So it's basically what happened last time. Yeah, carbon yeah. copy. Yeah, we, yeah, we own this. So now we're going to... the gonna... carbon copy of what happened yeah. the next yeah. time yeah. before. And okay. <laughs> so all of the Israeli media was reporting that Netanyahu had locked it down. Right. Had 61 votes. Yeah. And then like two days later, they're like, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here we are. Those, um, the Israeli exit polls aren't, aren't all that accurate, are they? <laughs> no. no. I mean, this is like four times in a row yeah. that these exit polls have been like fired, absolutely but... just off. Like, yeah. by I mean, like several hundred miles off. Netanyahu's in charge. Yeah. So, but yeah. it's just crazy. So, former government. Can't former government go to the. Well, and as they progress, the Arab yeah. coalition has actually gained seats I know. in the Knesset. Oh, Not God. good. So it's hmm. like, well, there you go. Yep, I know. Yeah, All so right. they may be having another election in August, and oh these elections God. cost a billion dollars, which is a lot of money in Israel. In Israel, yeah. 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 They should be spending that money on defense. Yes. And terrorists right, right on their borders. Yes. Exactly. So... Uh, also, you went on had recently had an opportunity to go on a trip yeah. with Secretary Pompeo. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yeah, it? Yeah, so I did a t- well, nine-slash-ten-day reporting trip with Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. We started in Munich for the Munich Security um, Conference that they hold every mm-hmm. year, and that's where Democratic senators were secretly meeting with uh, the Iranians uh, to have private conversations that go around Secretary of State Pompeo yep. and the Trump administration, <laughs> um, which is absurd and crazy. Uh, so we started there, and then we did a tour through Africa. So we stopped in Senegal, where we have a lot of uh, security interests there, uh, terrorists, that kind of thing. We've been um, partners with Senegal for, I think, almost 100 years now. Yep. Um, mostly Muslim country that we have a really good relationship with. And then we moved to Angola, which has a really interesting, rough history. It's a um, 
a uh, Portuguese, used to be a Portuguese colony, mm-hmm. essentially. But they also, you know, the Cubans were there during the Cold War. The Russians were there during the Cold War. They have a ton of oil and natural resources, but they're a very corrupt country. So they're trying to change their practices to allow more American investment to come into the country. Um, we'll see if that actually happens. Right, I right. Wasn't, didn't get the best vibe there. Uh, and then we moved over to Ethiopia, where there was a lot of Chinese presence. So throughout Africa, you know, America's trying to kind of balance out how the African countries view Chinese investment, which is not investment, it's debt. Right. Um, it's loyalty, it's political debt. Chinese come in, they build all these projects, which are garbage, by the way. They fall apart within 10 years. But then the country is indebted to the Chinese, mm-hmm. whether it's through, like, information sharing or money or whatever. So it was interesting to see, like, the Chinese aid signs everywhere. Yeah. Um, so it was really... Pompeo talked about, like, the differences and just how our countries operate like america comes in in a clean way and wants to have pure business relationships whereas china comes in as a communist government and wants control over the government wants control over resources right has no respect for the environment (laughs) yeah exactly so that was really interesting but then we moved on to saudi arabia uh, and oman of course saudi arabia has been um (laughs) saudi arabia has been you know in the middle of this uh, ongoing fight with iran obviously Mm -hmm. and they had their oil field attacked in september and we were supposed to go visit that oil field but the weather was bad so we couldn't get out there but we did go visit prince sultan air base where u.s troops are newly stationed so that was really cool to go see what they're doing there and talk to some of them and look at their missile defense system which is now there and put in the right direction right uh, the patriot missile defense system so that was interesting and also in saudi arabia um prince uh, mohammed salman is implementing a lot of new reforms oh yeah so seeing kind of the differences. I've never been there before, but what, what I've heard and knew about Saudi Arabia and some of the things that have changed there, like women and men socializing together, mm-hmm. women walking down the street together just as women or by themselves, women covering themselves, women not covering themselves. So it's there is a lot of change going on on the ground there mm-hmm. um, in modernization, and they're very much pro-America, and the Middle East has changed significantly in like the past 10 years, really. Um, so it was interesting to go and like see that shift from the Saudi side. Yeah. Um, it's much sharing... less of like a strict Islamic. Yeah. And, yeah. and people feel better about being able to like walk around and, mm-hmm. and like really live a life rather than feeling like they're in this tyrannical locked down society. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a long way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there are things that are, be- are being changed there and you know, they're sharing intelligence with the Israelis now. Mm-hmm. That would have never been a thing 10 years ago. Oh yeah. It's the same for the United Arab Emirates. Like, Middle East is a completely different place. So yeah, so it was a great trip. Um, got a lot of really good reporting and photos mm-hmm. for our VIP members. You can yeah. see a lot of the photos exclusively there. So it was awesome, exhausting, but good. So yeah, and I just awesome. really respect the State Department press team because they like get us where we need to go right mm-hmm. on time, and they don't have to do any of that. So and you didn't get malaria, so they got that going. Yeah. I didn't get malaria. I didn't get a cold, but I didn't get malaria. At least I don't think anyway. The best was when before you were gonna leave and you got the malaria pills, and they were like, "Take these because if you get malaria, you'll be sick for two weeks and then you die." Yeah, oh my <laughs> right. I had to get a yellow fever shot, and the yellow uh, the travel agency doctor was like, "Did they talk to you about malaria pills?" And I was like, "Oh, I don't know. Do I need that?" And she's like, "Well." I mean, if you get malaria, you'll just be, like, laying in a bed for two weeks, and then you'll probably die. Yeah. <laughs> just so <laughs> natural. Like... like, okay, I'll take the pills. Yeah. Give me the pills. But depending on the kind they give you, like, they can give you, like, hallucinations right, and right. bad dreams. It was fine for me. I only had one night of weird dreams, but, mm-hmm. yeah. So I survived. Cool. Yeah. yeah. They're worse. That's things. an awesome trip. Yeah, yeah sure. it was great. Learned a lot. Yeah. And, um, 
it's interesting to see everything that we're doing yeah. over there. And Pompeo's so. top notch. I'm so glad yeah. that the yeah. secretary's yep. still there. Yep. So and not running for Kansas City. Yeah, he was going to lose. No, it's good that he's staying. Though he would win that seat handily. Well, duh. I mean, yeah. it's Kansas, but. The, well, the, no, not not not. Kansas is weird. You find a de- like Kathleen Sebelius won twice there. Yeah, but that's, that's true. Yeah, yeah. If, you're, you're, if, if you have a Democrat who's able to split the conservative base in that in that state, but that's Kansas, when Republicans put up a weak candidate, someone like Pompeo. Would well, be. and also Brown got kind of yeah, especially then, in the presidential. Yeah. Year. But I'm just saying in general, but, Kansas is winnable. But Pompeo for, for us, I think it's more important on this. Yeah. you know, yeah. doing the, the country no, he's the service a, internationally. Yeah. Because, he's, a, he's a great representation of yes. yeah, not just the Trump administration but America and mm-hmm. what we stand for. Right, um, and his counterparts greatly respect him. Yeah, so. yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, so you know, flying into Saudi Arabia and playing with the Secretary of State after Soleimani was like, uh, well. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I think we'll 50. be fine. We'll see, we'll see how things go. Yeah, yeah I hope we're being 50. escorted here because uh, this is a little weird, but yeah, yeah it was fine. Well, cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, any closing thoughts, anyone? No? Go good. I've been covered yeah, a lot of stuff. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Two minutes. All right. Race. Well, yes. uh, follow us on Twitter at TriggerTHM. Thank you, of course, to Katie for yeah, joining us. You. The best. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Trigger. Maybe. Unless Corona, Big gets Tuesday, Unless Corona gets so. mad. Corona might get mad. Then it's just so. storm hour, yeah. which would be a great hour. By yeah, it could be a tremendous top notch hour. Going to be storm <laughs> and Mr. Producer. <laughs> and maybe bring in JG in here. Yeah, we got Mike a lot of work to do today. Unless they so. tell nobody to come into the office yeah. because yeah. they don't want to spread anything around. It's possible, who knows? But thanks a lot for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Later. Oh, no,